the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a relationship expert, executive consultant, and life management coach. Cynthia Hyatt uses her 30 years of experience as a licensed psychotherapist to now offer in-office or concierge services through executive life coaching, consulting, and image management in order to help you be your own best version. Cynthia also specializes in speaking to groups worldwide about how to be successful in relationships, as well as artfully handling life's challenges. She has had many opportunities to present numerous educational seminars and lectures on a variety of motivational, inspirational, and mental health topics around the world. Please take a moment to visit her website at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's Cynthia, H-I-E-T-T dot com. Her Facebook page at Cynthia Hyatt Incorporated for current events, updates, and inspiration during your week, as well as all social media platforms. You can hear this show as a podcast on iTunes and many other podcast services. Follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Now, with today's fresh insight, here's Cynthia Hyatt. Well, good afternoon. Thank you for listening today. And I know I say thank you every week, but I say it because I really appreciate it and I really mean it. And I'm glad that you're listening and taking advantage of all the different types of information that I can give to you, helping you be the best version of you. And so today we are talking about part of this is going to be women in business. And I have my my friend, my consultant that has worked with me for quite some time, Aaron Nip, and he is really good about creating and managing up-and-coming people that are working on their career and how he can help them to expand it. Is that, would you say that was kind of close? Yeah, no. Okay, you, good. You, you nailed it. Uh, well, it's good to be back first Yes, off, it guys. is. Uh, just a reminder, so my name's Aaron Nip. Traditionally, I own a company called Seco Space, and we're the largest PR firm for keynote speakers. Now, just because we focus on that doesn't mean that you know there are every once in a while some uh, some overlap there. Uh, and so, our guest coming up here momentarily uh, is a girl. I think named- in the next, she's going to come in the last segment, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, all right. Absolutely. Her okay. name's Elena, and this is where. I guess I'm so sorry for like taking over. No, please do. Please uh, do. But no, you nailed it. I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about her story. I'm, ta- I'm excited to talk about kind of the misconceptions around starting a business, who would be good at it, who, you know, I mean. Yeah, and like the whole women in business issue. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, yes. again, I'm a male. And so I take this all with a grain of salt. I'm not pretending <laughs> to be an expert. All of this is just part of the conversation led by Cynthia. But you're the one that, that really has gotten me into understanding how much business has changed, and especially for women. Yeah. You know, men, it doesn't change as much for men, but for women, we really kind of have to keep morphing into whatever we're supposed to be at that at that given time. And so men just kind of show up, and this is their gig. That's what they do. 
you know, but we are, are much more um, elastic, I would say. Yeah. So we kind of move into this and we move into that and then we'll do this and we kind of combine them and then we network with other women and we're like, hey, you should do this with me about that, you know, and and so it is a different process with women. And and I'm thankful that women are really showing up and being able to be seen for their talents, for their abilities, for their ideas. And I think it's important to really encourage women to say, hey, if you've got something, you know, that you feel like God has really given you. You need to get out there and, and, and see if it, if it takes, because mm-hmm. it's super important for us, especially as Christians, to be able to help people understand that God is in all of this, and he's the one that created us, and he loves us, and he loves to see the things that we make. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's funny that we're talking about this today, <laughs> uh, because and I, not to like throw anyone in a bus because I'm picking on me here, uh, but I was talking to my girlfriend, Tanya, this morning about how just the difference between like how women and men communicate and it's yes, way different. Yes. And so we were talking about it this morning where everything I say is very transactional. So like if something, if I might have said something that wasn't super gentle or if I would have done something even outside of us, like if I would have treated someone different, like at a restaurant, it wasn't rude. It's just very like, okay, thank you. Like very transactional. <laughs> right. And I think women have a very good way about like treating every person. Like there's a genuine connection. Yes. And so I think there's value in business on both sides because it used to be very transactional. Yes. And as a society, I think and this is a whole nother conversation, but I think we're kind of overcorrecting into every connection matters. Uh, so if you you could teach me, honestly, this, I'm using this as a learning <laughs> moment. Like, how do you think that women in their communication style might benefit a business? Well, a lot of it has to do with, you know, especially when you're dealing with men, but with women as well, that we have to be careful about showing insecurities, unfortunately. Yeah. And we have to be careful about not giving away too much too soon. We have to also be very careful about being willing to morph for whatever the person we're talking to you know if if they seem to have a good idea they have a men especially have a really good way of selling it to us Mm -hmm. and we end up walking away going wait a minute (laughs) i wanted to talk about my idea right and so some of it is being able to do that in a way that's not you know what should i say the b word you know it's like because it's never attractive on women you know (laughs) it just it just does not work But that doesn't mean we can't be very assertive and very confident, Mm -hmm. you know. And so some of it is just language, the way we talk to one another. And so when I teach women about talking to men, I always say to them, raise your eyebrows because you don't look like sinister at that point. And they're more open to hearing what you have to say. And you can compliment them. But you also can be very confident about saying, hey, you're a smart guy. You're going to love this idea. I know oh, yeah. you will, and I'm glad you're going to use it. And so I'm really glad that we're collaborating on it. And that makes it difficult for the man that she is trying to sell the, the whatever the, the project is to be able to say, uh, no, I'm not in it. He'll start to say, what are your ideas? Yeah. And that's what you want to be happening. Okay. Yeah. I, I see that. Something that I just thought of, too, that I really haven't thought about too much, and I understand that I'm very privileged as a male to not have had to think about this, <laughs> uh, but I think there's, and again, speaking out of terms, uh, I think there's sometimes where people will be like, well, women aren't allowed to be assertive because of that B word, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then because of that, I think that it kind of insinuates that men can do whatever. Mm-hmm. As a man, I'm telling you, you definitely cannot, because if a guy acts the same way, Maybe, like, 
I don't call him anything specific, but I'm like, that guy is rude. And there's other words that mm-hmm. I could use outside right. of radio. Uh, but like, I still walk <laughs> away and I'm like, that guy was the worst. Right. And it's the same traits. Right. I think the general public might just not say anything as much, mm-hmm. uh, which is unfortunate. But just <laughs> like, I don't know, if you want to talk about that, uh, right. I would love some insights because I definitely have interacted with people where it didn't matter if they were men or women. That was rude. You uh, know what absolutely. I mean? And in business, obviously. Well, and see, some of that, though, is has to be, you know, a thought process for you as to how deep you want to get in with that person. So if you're not really interested in the person, it doesn't really matter, you know, (laughs) so it's like and I I really encourage people to to keep that idea that it's like, don't keep trying to fix it. If you're realizing this is not a good fit for me, so I'm not going to keep trying, Mm -hmm. you know, and so a lot of it, I think, for men and for women, you you just get a lot more leverage and a lot more um, uh, attachment, I guess I should say, if you're polite. I can't tell you how many times I say to clients, just be polite. See, if you're polite and the person is not polite, you can just say, you know what, this isn't working. This is not a good fit. So have a nice day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, I mean, I'm not being mean. I'm just being matter of fact. It's like this isn't going anywhere and I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. Well, it's still like I hope you the best. Absolutely, I you hope can me say the that. Best. Yeah. I hope that they are far mm-hmm. <laughs> apart mm-hmm. from each other. Though, <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? yeah. But so. a lot of it is, especially if the person is, is you know, irreverent and 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 very condescending. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be. I mean, I'm still polite, but I'm polite in a very assertive way. Yeah. And so I'm not going to give away something like, "Hey, you could if you just keep talking to me and maybe talking in a different way, maybe we'll be okay." I'm like, "No, we're not okay." Yeah. We're not okay. I can tell within five minutes we're not okay. That's not going to work. Yeah. And so I can still shut it down without being, you know, impolite. I can just say, you know, I'm just glad that we talked for these couple of minutes because it saves us some time. I don't think this is a good fit. Yeah. So I wish you all the best and have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting, maybe this might be the next uh, segment, right? depending on how much time we have, but I think that going into that kind of stuff, like there is the communication style needed where you have to like acknowledge their feelings mm-hmm. and acknowledge mm-hmm. like what they're trying to do in their efforts. And yes. I think women historically have been way better at that. Mm-hmm. So then we get into a topic where maybe there's a superpower there that women have over men, which mm-hmm. is not very, t- like, you know what I mean? That's not very <laughs> talked about. I know. Uh, and so I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, I mean, well, I, I'm there, there, at it from I, a different perspective. Well, I talk, when I talk to people about this and, you know, this idea that women in a one down position, you know, they really can be. And a lot of that is because what they don't realize is they get put in a one down position because they are that powerful. Yeah. And so men are trying to manage it. If you smile at them, if you laugh with them, you're intelligent. You know, men men are so different about attractiveness. They think every woman is beautiful. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had I've had seriously, I've had clients. They bring their girlfriend, <clears throat> and he, the whole time before he brings the girl with him, he's telling me, "You're not going to believe it. She's so gorgeous. She's beautiful. I can't believe she wants to be with me. You're going to be blown away when you see her." Right. So the first couple times, I was looking for this beautiful, you know like model or something yeah so they walk in and i'm thinking to myself this is not a beautiful woman (laughs) (laughs) i'm like wow you know and that helped me to recognize we see ourselves so differently than men do Mm. and and we get and we can kind of trip ourselves up by thinking 
we're not who we should be or how we should look. And so I say to women all the time, the best thing you could do is just smile and be nice and polite. If they're a jerk, you don't have to keep being nice. But initially, you can set the, the table as something that's congenial. And so they can actually feel comfortable talking with you and not feeling scared to walk into some pothole that they didn't know they were in. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And I want to make the disclaimer and tell me if I'm off on <laughs> okay. this. Okay, all right. I feel like that's not because you're a woman. Everyone should be doing this. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, they all like, should, yeah. That should be the universal yes. rule. Yes. So it's not like, okay, you're a woman, you mm-hmm. have to sit there and be polite. Everyone should be polite. Yes. We're just happen yes. to be talking I'm about just saying today. being polite if you are confronting. Yeah. See, that's the difference. So if I am wanting to confront a man, it's not a good idea for me to take him on because he's going to win. Yeah. And as soon as he gets uh, you know, offended and disrespected, he's really going to win. And so it, it, and it's not good for him. It's not good for me. So anyways, well, we are at the end of this break. Thank you so much, Aaron, for talking with us. And make sure you join us in the next segment as we talk more about this and we talk about more women in business as we are going to have one with us. Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm your host, and I so appreciate you joining in today and listening to what, just for things that can maybe make your life a lot better, a lot more um, enjoyable, and can take away maybe some anxiety. Because the more that we learn how to be the best version of ourselves, the more comfortable we are, and the more comfortable people are with us. And so I have my very good friend and uh, Aaron Nip, who's helping me with the show today, because he wants to introduce a woman that he has seen that is really big and has been and has been creating a great branding for herself and is doing what we do, women in business. So Erin, thank you for introducing her and I think she's coming in the last segment. Correct. That's what, yep. okay, great. So kind of give us a heads up about this. About women in business mm-hmm. or about the yeah. girl coming in? Well, either either one, but more the women <laughs> in business, and then we'll go to her. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> so uh, the reason that we started looking at this topic for today is, I think, and this isn't like going to be, like, no one's going to be, like, mind blown by this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so there's no secret there. Uh, for anyway, so in the last, let's say, twenty years, obviously business has changed. And that's not even just like women in business, men in business, like just the how we do things has changed. And I think sometimes, although there's other businesses out there, I think we could see more like a a KPI metric version of this Mm -hmm, in social mm -hmm, media. mm -hmm. And so whatever happens in social media, that might indicate like what's going on in the real world. Now, again, a lot of social media is fake, but you could see people's efforts. Well, you see the trends of of how people are interacting, what they're feeling, what they think is important, Mm -hmm. you know, what they're not liking, whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so we got to think like early on in social media, Mm -hmm. and we could also see this in the last 5,000 years of business, right? right? (laughs) Like it's very like my image is perfect. Mm -hmm. I am an expert in this. Mm -hmm. I've never been wrong before. These are the transactions. We are not friends. This is business. I'm making money. Right. Right. Uh, And you can see this, I mean, literally in every industry of all time. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, like I'm, I'm 30, so I'm, I'm getting older, but I I didn't see the 1920s. Uh, And so if 
we have some younger people out there saying like, okay, well, I don't know what that looks like. Cause you know, maybe you're 20 years old and that's all you've ever known. is like what we're at today. I uh, think of like the finance industry, the like law profession, mm-hmm. uh, even well, just think about the TV shows. We have suits. Right? Oh yeah. And that's like, you really see a lot of contention there and people trying to figure out how to be who they want to be, who they should be and not harm other people in the process. And it is quite complicated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and so now what we're seeing in social media is almost that, and the overcorrection because that's what we do as people. And I don't know why we do this. But uh, you go from this, like I call it the Visco era. Nothing against Visco. I used it. It was just in 2017. Right. <laughs> and so we're very highly edited. Very mm-hmm. my image is incredibly important. Very like I only do cool things. And every day I'm going to the airport or making money. If I'm not at the bank, then I'm sleeping on a $10,000 bed. Right? right. Like that's it. Right. And everybody and, should want to be me. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And so we go through the pandemic, we go through whatever we're going through in the last five years. And now you're seeing on social media, like what's popular, very much storytelling, very much like authenticity, building connection, real relationships. And so as a result of that, and I'm not saying that social media led to business trends, but I think they kind of co- work, mm-hmm. like they work together sometimes. Absolutely. Where now we're seeing in business, what's important is pure value the honesty and like the integrity of you as a person, not even as a brand, like just you as a personal brand. Right. And then you go into like, how do I be real right now? Mm -hmm. And I think that if I had to pick an over or under between men and women, I think women would easily take the lead in creating genuine relationships, creating non-transactional like events Mm -hmm. and like, they could play very much that role in business Mm -hmm. and which leads us to the kind of concept of, okay, what does women in business look like for 2023? Because it kind of feels like, I mean, you fast forward five years, men might be left behind. Like right, this is women's right. time to shine here. Right. I mean, you a perfect scenario mm-hmm. where your guys' thing for what you're good at, but like what, like you're obviously good at a lot of things, well, but like makes, something that it, you're It makes men feel like they're a one trick pony. That's all they got is one. Oh yeah, you know, and, and I struggle women, with that. yeah, I'm very and women, we are just so fluid that we can morph and change and become something else and think in a different way, and and so it does make it a little bit more complicated. And you know, even when we talk about gender differences, it's this idea that we that both genders have so much to offer, mm. and it isn't a competition. It's a different perspective. It's a different um, energy. It's a different. Uh, like what I think is important versus what you think is important. And, and men have really adapted much better to wanting to listen. To, because yeah. instead of just thinking, I know what I'm doing, this is what we're going to do, and I know it's right. Oh, absolutely. So you're either with me or you're not with me. And instead, men are starting to figure out how to say, I'm not sure I understand that idea. Could you, could you tell me a little bit more? Yeah. And they're getting much better at being a little bit more flexible, you know, and saying, I want to hear. I'm not sure I'm going to buy into it, but I do want to hear about it. And that's a huge change in our society. Oh, massive. Which is, it's a wonderful change. Yeah. Oh, I definitely yeah. I agree. And I'm, I'm picking on myself here because <laughs> I am learning more and more every day. Uh, and I'm sure even if you listen to like past times I've been on here, mm-hmm. I love talking. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a, a male trait. I don't know if that's my personality. I really don't know where that comes from, but I talk so fast. I could talk forever, and I don't even care if anyone's listening to me. Like it just does. I just want to get it out there in the world. Well, that would mean, actually, more of what that indicates is you're an extrovert. Oh, well, See, yeah, extroverts have to talk out loud to know what they're thinking. 
<laughs> and introverts can't talk about it until they've thought about it for a while. So they always miss the, the moment that they could have interjected. It's already passed. They thought about it. They're ready to talk about it. It's already gone. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yes. I've never thought about it like yeah. that. Yeah. So introverts are always like raising their hand. Hey, hey, I have an idea, but it's already been passed. Like people are like, we, we stopped talking about that 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and so going into the shift of like society here. Yes. I've been noticing that it's been a big mission for me to listen more, not just for the sake of listening, but like, okay, you don't need to respond to everything that right, anyone right. says around you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is hard. Like, uh, not like poor me. Well, but then it's just you like, can never you know, end a conversation. No, I never do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps on going. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of that's what we're seeing this. That year is here. hilarious. Yeah, the half hour <laughs> meetings turn to fifty minutes. I know. Yeah. Oh, every time. That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. Well, we're coming to the close here of this particular segment, and we are going to have this this um. This new person that has never been in our studio before, and I'm excited about her. She's a businesswoman. She's done all kinds of new and innovative things, and I don't want to give it away too fast as to what she does and and what she's going to be continuing to do. So I'm just so thankful that you joined us and that you are really maybe getting some ideas about, here's my hope, the more we talk about how humans interact, the more we relax. And we don't see everybody as scary. And we're able to really relax and enjoy and just say, hey, I don't have to have an opinion on everything. I don't have to know everything about this person. I don't have to compete with them. I can just interact with them. And it's a wonderful energy. And you can walk away feeling so much better that, wow, I just kind of met a cool person. I don't have to, like, chase them. I don't have to make this work into, like, this deepest relationship possible. I can just enjoy the moment I had with that person. And I think if we can get back to some of that, I I mean, I do it at the grocery store all the time. I have these mini conversations, and I love it. So join me in the next segment as we talk more about women in business. Welcome back. You're listening to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm very thankful that you joined me today, and I have a really exciting guest that we have been talking about throughout the first part of the show, and her name is Lena Murray, and I was very interested in it because she has really benefited from the IV drip, and I have heard so much about this lately, probably within the last year. I have so many clients that are benefiting from this that I'm, I'm stunned. And so she's had tons of life changes and doing different things, and this is kind of where she fell. Her mother was, was um, struggling. Her son was struggling. Is that, is that correct? Yep. Yes. Yep. And so you saw really the benefits of this. So I'm not trying to be a commercial for IV drip, okay? What I want to do is help, is help you know, all the listeners to hear your story as a woman and how you got here. Okay. Okay. And and how that is landing for you. Okay. 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 So um, about four or five years ago, my mother, as you said, had been struggling with some autoimmune deficiencies, and she started doing some IV therapy, and I really watched her change 
doing this, seeing the light kind of come back on. Um, she uh, had been doing things for years and years, and it was just the one thing that I could really start to see a difference in. And my son, when he was a sophomore in high school, um, became very ill. And he, we did a lot of tests. We really didn't know what was wrong with him. We did know that he had some iron deficiencies, but um, I turned to IV therapy, and he made a big change within mm, okay. three, four months. Wow. And so then I started doing it myself. And I realized that just because I think I have a good diet and I exercise, I do yoga, (laughs) I do everything you could do, right? Um, The one thing I wasn't doing was taking care of my body internally. You think your diet is perfect, and right. but we just don't know what we're getting, and our body doesn't always absorb everything well, that we, we put in yeah, our mouth. It's hard for us to know our own body. We 100%. just know after the fact. Exactly. Yes. So, um, so then I started experiencing it, and um, the great COVID hit, and I thought, you know, there's got to be something better than what I'm doing, and I was introduced to the Drip Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a franchise out of Rhode Island, and... Um, I looked further into it, and because of how they uh, mix their IVs and their standard of care was excellent, I said, you know what? It's a franchise. I want to be part of it. I did my homework, and boom, here I am today in Arizona. And um, I I can't tell you how many people I have come into our store. We've only been open six months, but tell me wonderful stories. Mm -hmm. And that's the really rewarding part. we we have clients who um, are going through cancer treatment, and they do high-dose vitamin C. It helps with the side effects. They supplement um, with that. Um, I have people that come in, and they're fatigued and exhausted, and then all of a sudden they call me two days later and go... I feel great. How can I get another one? <laughs> right. Well, and see, this is what's fascinating because... Any other, you know, the way you're describing it, we would think it could become an addiction, Mm -hmm. you know. And so Mm -hmm. this is why this is so fascinating, that we're actually doing something healthy. We're not just masking a problem. Right. And that's so important for people to understand that it would be wonderful if our blood was perfect when we were born and we would, you know. But life is tough and this planet takes it out on us. Well, and the other piece of it, and I'll share just in a personal experience, stress yes, is indeed. a huge piece. Mm-hmm. And um, I have two kids. The last of my two is going to college, going through menopause. I'm going to share a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've worked a, long, a lot of years since I was 16. Um Remodeling my house, starting a business, I was having so much stress. I was waking up in the middle of the night with anxiety attacks, and I thought that I had um, uh, sleep apnea. Wow. And I didn't realize it. Wow. And okay. um, so I turned to some of our other IVs, and I have to tell you, it's making a difference. I think our bodies are just depleted. Yes, yes. And we don't know it. Uh, yes. Well, we're coming to the kind of the end of this segment. Okay. So we have one more segment to go. Okay. And I'm super glad to have you. Again, this is Lena Murray, and you have an IV drip bar in... Um, it's the IV drip bar in Scottsdale. Okay. Yeah. And so if they looked it up online, they just have to do that. Yep. We're and, at they the, would, and they would find you. We're at the corner of Frank Lloyd Wright and Thompson Peak. Okay. And how long have you been there again? We opened in November. Wow. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of crazy. I, I've had so many clients that have told me they do this. Uh-huh. And I started thinking, I think I want to do this. I'm not sure what I need it for. <laughs> but I'm like, 
you know? And it's like, I just think it's so good for, for you as a woman to be able to create this great company, you know, and really service humans. Because, you know, one of the qualities that women have is we like to care. We like yeah. to care for people. A hundred percent. Okay, well, join us in the next segment as we talk more with Lena Murphy and all about the IV drip and what it's done for her and her family and how exciting this business is. Well, welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host, and so grateful that you are joining me today, and I'm super excited about this show because we have, the first half of this, we really talked with Erin Nipp about just women in business and, and what, how the changes have happened in our society and, and how we can really do this better and really begin to enjoy that both men and women have a very different perspective and have a lot to offer. So I'm grateful that I have Lena Murray with me today. And she, you know, I've, I've heard a lot about drip bars and, and how they work. But I was really excited to have her on the show because I think it's something that we can, we can really use and not see it as something that's just a quick fix. You know, that it's like, you know, some kind of, you know, snake oil or something like that, right? So, right. Lena, thank you for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, exactly that. It's not snake oil. We're talking about vitamins and nutrients that are in our body every day. Um, and um, all the things that we do in IV therapy are natural. Well, you know, I just had this thought, now that I'm going to break in on your train of thought here, that this whole thing about the drip bar is, you know, people take a lot of vitamins, Mm -hmm. but it's the absorption issue. Exactly. Is that right? Is that a huge part of it? Absolutely. So when you're taking vitamins, I'm not, let's just clarify, I'm not a doctor. Okay. (laughs) Yes. But, (laughs) um, but I do have registered nurses and doctors who are back behind our, our brand. Um, but when you take vitamins, you're absorbing anywhere from 10 to maybe 50% if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. I think 30% is around the, yes. the rate. And that's if you're able to absorb it And that's at all. Yeah. 100%. If you have Crohn's disease or leaky gut or some of those issues, then you're really a good candidate for IV. Um, but when you do IV therapy, you're flooding the body with your, vi- your vitamins and nutrients, and your body's absorbing 100%. Mm, okay. um, and the key to doing it properly is that not every bag is made the same. Um, there is an osmolarity. There is now a what, scientist- tell, tell us what that word well, is. Well, how your body absorbs it. Okay. Okay. We have a whole team of doctors. We call them the Avengers. We have a doctor <laughs> of medicine, a doctors of naturopath, and we have a doctor of pharmacy. Got and it. there's a whole team, and they create these drips. And then when they sit and do... Their, their webinars, I get to listen in, and they have these conversations about this is how much we need of this, this is how much we need of that. They're synergistic, and, and they really create them to do what they've been designed to do. Wow, okay. We have 16 different drips. Some are just really to help you with fatigue. Some are for um, building your immune system. Some are cognitive, hair. They all, they all have little bit different. So they're kind of targeted. They're targeted. Yeah, Thank okay. you. Exactly. Okay. So example, somebody comes in and they say, I'm stressed and I'm having depression. 
we have protocols we would recommend for them and we would say here's our protocols we try to guide our clients Mm -hmm. not just say oh here go throw a drip at you and you're going to feel good when you get vitamins in you (laughs) (laughs) but we want to target those areas or help them with Mm -hmm. their goals so that we we work really hard to educate them about that that's amazing yeah, because I do think that, that you know it's that absorption issue that gets in the way for people because they try to take all those vitamins and they believe in it and it doesn't yeah. really do that much. And I and you know, as a Christian, I know that you know it's in the blood, right? The yeah. blood. It's like I say to clients all the time, you can't live without blood, right? Right. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing right that you have to have, and if you don't have good blood. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have to supplement it somehow, Absolutely. you know, or whatever you need to do, because that's the thing that really makes all mammals work. Well, you know, think about it. Your body is the greatest tool. Yes. It's the most sophisticated thing that we have walking yes. or on earth. Yes. We're always trying to mimic the body and try to figure out the body. If we can have our bodies function the way they're designed, the body's going to take care of itself. Yes. Yes. And if we fuel it and give it the the tools and the things that it needs, then the body will function well. We just don't always give it everything it needs. Well, it it is learning to take care of the blood and understand, you know, now I'm not going to be a doctor to be able to understand (laughs) my own blood, but I know life is in the blood. And so, you know, if my blood is not where it should be for my particular body, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have some trouble. Right. You know, and for me, it usually ends up in like, I start thinking too much and I can't, and, and like I get foggy and I get like, what was I just thinking about? What was I doing here? You know? <laughs> and so, well, we're going to put you on some NAD. Okay. okay That's okay. a whole hey, nother st- segment that we can talk about. <laughs> I would love that. Thank you. That's uh, uh but yeah, absolutely. And as we age, we get things deplete. Um, our body gets depleted and yeah. we, we need to be cognizant of that and, do everything we can to feed those cells. Yep. Yes. Yes, indeed. So tell me, it, you know, we're at, we're kind of to the end of the hour here. We'll have you back again. Okay. okay. <laughs> because this is very fascinating to me. So tell people, tell them again how they can get a hold of you. Okay. So it, it, we are the Drip Bar. We're located at Frank Lloyd Wright and Thompson Peak. We're in the Safeway parking lot over at Horizon Scottsdale uh, Center. Um, we've been there for uh, since November, and I and just to let you know what makes us sets us apart mm-hmm. for uh, currently, we are what's called seven nine seven compliant. We mix all of our IVs in a sterile hood, and we buy all of our vitamins from five hundred three B pharmacies. We do follow certain protocols, so our so our commitment to our client is that we're giving them the highest quality product under the most sterile conditions, and they're all administered by registered nurses. Oh, okay. So when you walk in the door, you know that you're getting the best of the best. Yes, yes. And um, and again, I said we have the team of Avengers that help us create these drips. So there's a lot of science that goes mm-hmm. behind it. Um, you can go to the store and buy vitamins, and not all vitamins are equal. And not all drips are equal. Well, you know, it really is fascinating how we're learning how important, you know, everybody kind of knows that your blood is important, right? Yeah. It's, you know, and so, but we have blood and we have oxygen and those are the two things. Right. You know, if you don't have that. 
Right. You're not going to make it. Right. And you're not going to come. <laughs> and you're not going to come back if we don't get to you soon enough. Yeah. Don't take yeah. either one of those from <laughs> exactly. me, please. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm glad. So, is it? Do people get nervous because it is IV? So do that. You know. Well, we have some people that actually um, are afraid of needles, but yeah. they come in because they know the benefits. Mm-hmm. We have ex- exceptional nurses. I have vein finders if ah, for whatever reason having right. any trouble. Um, but I think that um, when you do it, enough, people who do it, mm-hmm. who, we have clients who do it regularly, and then we have right. clients that are coming in and learning. Those that do it regularly, really, they're they're like, I don't care. Just, put, just stick me and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Does it help with sleep as well? Uh, uh, absolutely. There are... Uh, vitamins that help with sleep. We have, if you have migraines, magnesium is really good for that. We have what's called a soother. Um, if you're getting the flu, and my ex was getting the flu, and I brought him in, and he's like, are you sure you're going to put a, <laughs> I don't know, do I trust you? Exactly. But um, So I gave him a couple IVs, and he called me and said, you know what, Lena, it really works. I said, I know. Yes. Come yes, in. Yeah. But come in before you get sick. Come in and take care of yourself so you don't get sick. Um, but we have that. We're going to have to have another segment yes, because there are yes. some there are some that we could dive a little bit deeper okay. about some um, conditions that mm-hmm. these can help. Well, I think that would be really helpful because, you know, our health these days are you know, everyone's trying to be really healthy, but mm-hmm. we don't know what's in the fruit. We don't know what's in the vegetables. We don't really, are we trusting how they, you know, make the food, you know, in the, in the, and so it is kind of interesting to think of how those are colliding now. Right. Because we used to trust, you know, the grocery store, we didn't even think about it. Well, our food source was different. Absolutely. It's not as, you know, I yes. took a tomato from somebody's backyard the other day. I went, this is what a real tomato <laughs> tastes like. <laughs> so, yes, they're indeed. Not, yes. You know, the food's not what it used mm-hmm. to be. So I think it's it's important to let, you know, and I'm sure you let your, your clients know this. It's not like this is a replacement so you don't have to take care of yourself. You know, yes. And I think that people sometimes can get into that kind of, I don't know, just a a lackadaisical kind of way that, oh, this will fix it. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, wait a minute, I I need to really still be committed to my body. Right. The entire body. I always say you go to the gym, you don't make muscles overnight. Mm -hmm. So the IV therapy is the same idea. You don't just come in. You'll feel good if you aren't Mm -hmm. feeling good Mm -hmm. and you come and get one. But if you get on a regimen, then you're feeding your cells. Well, and you know, it's similar to, you know, this is how people get addicted to drugs. Right. I'm like, if if that, if you're not doing your part of it. Right. And helping you, you know, get well and and be the best that you can be. Right. Then you're going to be someone that's always dependent on something. Exactly. And that's not, that's not healthy. We don't want that. No. No. And and your health is your wealth. Yes. When you're yes. healthy, you feel good, and then the, then the world's your oyster. When you don't feel healthy, nothing else really matters. Well, and you start to fall into self-doubt, uh-huh. you know, and, and beating yourself up and not feeling confident and all those things. And then we start doing things to make us feel better that might cause us to be hiding, you know, and then we feel guilty and we don't like ourselves, and it just becomes this horrible cycle. Isn't that interesting, mm-hmm. but that's how it works. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I think this is really important for people to really hear about, and, and I've, I've had lots of people that do this. I've, I've been hearing more and more about, you know, drip bars, and I think as long as we are holding ourselves responsible for saying, 
This is not like a pill that is going to make me feel better. Correct. This is, I'm doing this for my body to heal itself so that it doesn't need as much as what I have been doing. Absolutely. You know, and that I'm not overworking it. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because I think we get caught up in the quick fix. Oh, there's no question. (laughs) No No question. Um, I I think that um, we're learning that we have other resources besides the quick fit, you know, Mm -hmm. the -hmm. alcohol and drugs. Mm -hmm. People are realizing this isn't something that was readily available all the time. You'd have to go to a doctor and you... IV therapy is becoming more readily available. Well, you know, and it used to be way back, bloodletting. Right. When they did that. I mean, that mm-hmm. was crazy. But I, I, as far as I could tell, there are some of it that worked. Right. But it's like, we don't want to be doing that. No. <laughs> but, but it's like, it's understanding that, wow, this is a really important thing for me to understand. The blood that I have. And we know that there's, the, if you lose too much blood, you don't come back. Yeah. And so we want to take care of this wonderful thing that travels all through our body and takes care of us. Absolutely. Uh, Well, I'm so glad that you came today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I really enjoyed this because this is really fascinating. And, and And I'm glad to have healthy things that aren't as difficult as some, you know, what we had to do in the past many times where it was like, Eating the right thing, well, I can't eat enough carrots, I can't eat enough, you know, and not even knowing if it was helping. Absolutely. So I think this is a great, this is, this is a new frontier. I think you said that well. (laughs) It is, it's a new, it is, and, and I think people who haven't tried it are going to, are trying it. Mm -hmm. Those who have done it have been the smart ones for a long time. Well, tell us, um, tell us where your place is again, because we're right at the end of the show here. Okay. Um. Frank Lloyd Wright, Thompson Peak in Scottsdale. You can get off the Rain Tree exit, and we're just off of Rain Tree there. Okay. Um, again, it's called The Drip Bar. I believe there will be more of them popping up in the city. I'm the first of many to mm-hmm. come here. Mm-hmm. We're a franchise. And um, come and see us. So, how about tell us the phone number? The phone number is 480 550 369. Say it one more time. 480-550-8369. Awesome. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited about this. I, I'm, I'm excited to come back and talk to you <laughs> some more. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much again. And tell, give your phone number one more time. 480 you get stage fright, I know. <laughs> I, I say it enough times and I can't, now I can't remember. <laughs> no. Okay, We're, oh, that's awesome. That was good. Ideas and insights on how you may not only improve your life, but have more successful and meaningful relationships as you become the best version of you. Cynthia is available as a keynote speaker or guest speaker for your corporate or spiritual events. Cynthia is able to customize a message for any audience attending a meeting, retreat, or conference. In addition to this, she oftentimes partners her messages with music as she is a singer and musician. Please contact her through her website at CynthiaHyatt.com. If you missed any part of this program, you can download the most current show from her website at CynthiaHyatt.com or hear a replay on your favorite podcast server. Please take a moment to visit her Facebook page at Cynthia Hyatt Incorporated and leave your ideas and comments about today's show. 
Now, be your own best version. Be my heart mender, my soul tender, the keeper of my mind. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.